as God intended. Let's go. Talk Radio, where pharmaceuticals are not medicine, but love always is. I'm your host, Nicola Burnett, holistic dietitian and functional medicine practitioner, and the proprietor of Back to Balance Wellness Center in Las Vegas, Nevada. I thank you for joining me today at Looking for Healing Talk Radio. Looking for Healing Radio is an exciting show where you can learn from experts in the practice of natural medicine. Combined, the show hosts possess more than 100 years of clinical experience as professional healers, and those hosts include myself, Nicola Burnett, Dr. Henry Ely, Dr. Brian Artis, and Dr. Jana Schmidt. If you are into all things natural when it comes to health and healing, then stick with us. This is the show for you. I am super grateful for having the opportunity to share and educate and expand the minds of others on the topic of natural healing, which is a topic that seemingly has gotten lost as the primary way of healing. I invite you to share the links and to tell all of your like-minded friends and family that they can find us live every week at America Out Loud Talk Radio at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and via recorded podcasts at americaoutloud.com, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora Networks, and via the America Out Loud phone apps downloaded from Apple and Android. And I'd like to take a moment to thank the sponsor of this show, Global Healing. They make beautiful natural supplements that are made with pure ingredients. One of the products that I'm a big fan of is their organic vegan vitamin B12 formula. B12 is necessary for maintaining energy pathways in the body. It's necessary for the critical neurological system of the body. And I really appreciate the fact that it is triple activated because it is made with the three best different forms of B12. It also contains Ormus supercharged minerals, and it's made with a triple distilled biophotonic structured water. Hey, and Global Healing is offering a generous 25% off of your first purchase as a thank you to our faithful listening audience of Looking for Healing Radio. So when you check out, use the discount code of OUTLOUD when placing your order. Okay, so let's get into the topic we have at hand today. We have a great show for you today. And I'm going to be talking about my explanation or my understanding of the body, how I see the body. Let me explain a little bit about what I mean about uh, about that particular topic. You know, the biggest issue that people have with natural healing that I have found, and I've been at this for a little over 30 years uh, doing private practice for most of those years, 
people walk into the office, they sit down, they know they're not well. They can sit and tell me all about the details of their uh, issues that they're having, their symptoms, what's not working, uh, you know, all of their problems. So they know they're able to identify something's not working right with their body. That's the first thing. The second thing is, is that they'll typically share with me all the things that they've done or fumbled through um, to try to get resolve to these issues. And I say fumbled through, and what I mean by that is, you know, they go maybe to the website and they start doing searches and reading articles and Googling, and then they go into a health food store and they, you know, speak to some salespeople. Uh, in that section of, of supplements. Uh, maybe they talk to a friend and listen to a podcast. It, it's like they're trying to collect all the pieces and trying to understand the pieces and how they fit together. And so they do their best to attempt to put all this together and then they take action. They make a decision. And that might look like I'm going to get a personal trainer and join a gym, or I'm going to uh, buy these supplements that was recommended by, you know, something I heard on talk radio or a podcast or a friend mentioned or, or a MLM company, you know, uh, something of that nature. And so they'll gather these things up and, and start taking them or start performing the activity, you know, in the gym or whatever it might be. And then they kind of watch and wait and, and look and see, okay, what's getting better? What's not changing at all? What's getting worse? And what I find is that the majority of the time, the clients on their own are able to make either zero uh, gains in their health, or they're able to make very few gains. Well, I still can't sleep at night. I still have high anxiety, but my rosacea cleared up, you know, that kind of a thing. Uh, that's typically what I find. And the third thing is they will attempt to do many things. And if after an extended period of time, that might be, you know, a month, six months, a year, two years of doing whatever it is that they're doing, if they find that they don't get the percentage of resolve with their issues that they have been seeking to get, typically the frustration sets in the hopelessness and the giving up. So maybe they just stop going to the gym or maybe they just stop taking these supplements. And I would say that what I just described is 100% of every person who has ever worked with me in my entire career. So why does that happen? Why do people struggle so much to heal? Well, that, that's what I want to go into today. And that's what I want to discuss with you. So I'll start off by sharing with you some basic foundations of understanding the body. The first thing that I'd like to share is that there is a mapping. There is a system. There are connections that are predictable there's a layout, there's laws that govern the body. We do not operate randomly. We as in human beings, as in biology, it is not random. 
There is an order. There is a system. I would say right there, that is the most unknown uh, aspect of healing. And that's the first thing that needs to be understood. Now, why do people think this? I can tell you exactly why they think this. Because we are bombarded and it's mainly through advertising and marketing and through the allopathic medical system that healing is confusing and beguiling and we don't know how it works. And, you know, we're we're trying to find out and there's, you know, a kajillion, uh, uh, how would, how would I say, um, all kinds of organizations that are studying and trying to learn, you know, how do we heal cancer and how do we heal this disease? And, you know, there's all these organizations you can donate to for every disease, you know, under the sun, Parkinson's, and I already mentioned cancer and autism. And, you know, there's all these organizations that are, looking, supposedly looking for the answers. And they have their fundraisers and they collect money and, you know, they convince everybody that they're doing research, cutting edge research, and, you know, they're, they're getting closer and they just need a little bit more money. Right. This has been going on for my whole lifetime and even before then. And it's like, okay, come on, you know, the jig's up. Right. And, And I say that because it isn't confusing. It isn't unclear. It isn't beguiling. It isn't mysterious. It's none of those things. If it was, I sure wouldn't have a practice. I mean, why would I be able to figure it out? But some large organization that collects millions and trillions of dollars a year to study cancer research can't figure it out. I mean, you know, just think about that practically. So, Going back to what I said earlier, this is the most important thing I think I'm going to say of this entire podcast. There is an order. There is connections. There's a layout. There's laws that govern the body. It is the antithesis of the opposite of mysterious and confusing and random and beguiling. It isn't any of that. We're very similar to an automobile. You know, when, when an automobile was invented and, and developed and then built out, somebody sat down and they wrote out a concept, A to B, B to C, C to D, you know, this part powers this part, this part, you know, cranks these gears, this part uh, turns the timing belt, this part, you know, connects to uh, the steering column, you know, to the brakes, whatever it is. And so the body is designed in the same way, you know, just newsflash. And so when you bring your car into a mechanic and they are educated, right? They went to school, they had some kind of a training, they they have some kind of formal study of the parts and the pieces and how they interact and how they work together. There's an order and a timing to that. So if you bring your car in and it stalls when it's cold, you know, is your mechanic going to say, well, you know, let's paint your car pink and let's put in a, a, you know, a really high-end sound system and let's hope that fix it, fixes the problem. No, even, even you, you as the person going to the mechanic, maybe you know nothing about cars, but you know, that's ridiculous. And you know that none of that is connected 
And you know, for a fact, your car's not going to be fixed when you paint it pink and put in a, you know, an awesome sound system. So really, we need to come back to being very grounded and thinking very logically. And that's what I'm going to talk about today. So the first order that I would like to share with you about the body is that I like to divide the body into three systems. The first system we're going to refer to as biochemistry. The second system I'd like to refer to as biomechanical. And the third system I'd like to refer to is bioelectrical. These three categories of the body that I just named covers everything. So let's just get a little kind of general view of each one of these. I think the easiest one for people to understand is biochemistry. So what is biochemistry? Well, it's the chemistry of biology, very simply put. This is basic chemistry, you know, manufacturing uh, hormones, digestive acids, enzymes, uh, secreting these things, uh, these things traveling and getting to the target tissues and traveling through the bloodstream. Uh, this refers to basic things like the chemistry of digestion, right? Absorption and assimilation. So that's our biochemistry. Uh, let's talk next about biomechanical. This is a favorite of mine. This is so misunderstood in, in the general public knowledge. What is meant by biomechanical? This is really referring to your structure and your structural alignment. So structural alignment is a pretty basic concept that I think most people are familiar with your bones. So what do we do when maybe we have an accident, we fall off of a horse or we fall off a bike or we get in a car accident? Now, most people will defer to a chiropractor, right? Oh yeah, my neck hurts, my neck's out. And they'll go to a chiropractor and a chiropractor will restore the alignment of the bones. I mean, many of them do way more than that, but I'm just trying to keep this really simple. So if you have a, you know, vertebrae in your neck, right, that, that is off, it's, it's off to the right, to the left, forward, backwards, it's not in alignment with the rest of the vertebrae, that's going to cause problems because all of those vertebrae are connected to connective tissue and to muscles. And so it's kind of a chain reaction. Once a vertebrae goes out, then it causes disharmony and unbalance in all those other tissues I just named that are connected. And that starts to cause pretty severe health problems for us. And I would say the last uh, body system or, or order that I named was bioelectrical. So we are electrical beings. That's how we work. It's, it's kind of similar to when you plug in an appliance in the wall right? There's, there's these currents that are going back and forth, right? And they, they're dependent on positive and negative charges. And so we work very similar. A, a great example of bioelectrical, you know, we've all watched like ER shows or medical shows, and there's always that proverbial scene where somebody gets, 
you know, rushed into the emergency room and their heart stops and then they grab the crash cart and they take the paddles and they press them to the chest. And then there's this big undulation of the body. And, you know, it's very dramatic typically in the show. And they're looking at, you know, the reading on the device and it, you know, it didn't work. So then they push the paddles again and they throw another charge into the body and everyone's just, you know, the minutes are going by, it's tense, it's dramatic, right? And then all of a sudden, you know, that person takes a breath, right? Or they get, you know, the heartbeat starts to come in and starts to regulate and everybody's cheering in the ER. So that that's, I mean, that's kind of a very um, dramatic example that I think most people can relate to when we're talking about bioelectrical. So that's the introduction of the three systems. I'm going to delve a little bit more into this. We're going to go right now to a quick break. And so we'll do that. And when I come back, we will continue on with this topic. So sit tight. I'll be right back. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Be a part of a revolutionary new healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interests of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep is infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn, and the harder you try, the harder it is to drift off. And today's fast-paced digital age makes it tougher. You're not alone. Poor sleep affects over 70% of us. The CDC even labeled insufficient sleep a public health epidemic. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created REM sleep to help you quickly fall asleep, stay asleep, sleep deep, and wake refreshed. Unlike other supplements that don't work, REM sleep is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients, supporting all four stages of sleep using calming herbs, amino acids, and sleep hormone support. Over a thousand reviews with an average star rating of over 4.4 proves it works. Take back your sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. This is Nicola Burnett coming back from our short break on Looking for Healing Radio. And real quick, I just want to mention that if you were not able to catch any of our shows live, just know that all of our shows go to podcast typically a day or two after the live broadcast is complete. You can listen to any of the podcasts on Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, iHeart Podcast, and and many more. If you like what you were hearing, make sure to subscribe and rate the show for us. Okay, so let's get back into it. Of those three categories I mentioned, I'm going to start off discussing biochemistry. So let's talk about uh, biochemistry and the type of things. I'm going to give some examples of exactly some real practical, real-life examples of some things that I see in bodies on a day-to-day process. So... At the center, we have our assessment and evaluation process. 
And through that process, we were able to collect a lot of data and get a very clear picture of the status of the body as it relates to these three categories that I mentioned, bioelectrical, biochemical, and biomechanical. And we do that through a couple of means. We use thermography, uh, blood microscopy, whole body scanning. And after we collect all of this data, then we're able to take a real good hard look at the the activity of the body, or, or I should say maybe even lack of activity. We get to see what this body is doing, what this body is not doing, and the combination of those two things creates an effect or a consequence. And a lot of times that consequence could be a symptom that somebody would come in with, like I can't sleep at night or I can only sleep for two hours and then I wake up and I stare at the ceiling for two hours or, you know, I get handfuls of hair falling out, you know, those types of things. So when we're looking at biochemistry, I'll just tell you straight up and just right out the gate, the number one cause of dysfunctional chemistry in a human body is directly related to lack of nutrition. That is just a fact. It absolutely is. And by the way, you cannot judge your nutritional status by your opinion of how you eat. You may think you eat good. You may think you eat bad. You may think that there's room for improvement or you could eat better. That is not an accurate and appropriate way to judge your eating habits. And I'll tell you why. It can kind of give you a little bit of a feel of some things. And I've said this on many other shows, but the fact of the matter is that the food supply has been altered, tainted. And as a result of that, the food supply, I'm going to say a real harsh word here, but it's so accurate. Our food supply has been raped of nutrition. And that's a brutal word, but that's exactly the appropriate description to describe what has been done to the food supply. I don't like to pussyfoot around things. I like to just tell you where it's at. And that's exactly where it's at. So if I'm in Whole Foods and I run into somebody in Whole Foods, a friend, a family, a a listener of the podcast, a, a client at our center, and I'm holding kale and they're holding kale. What I mean by that is that if we took both of our uh, kale and took it to a lab and analyzed it, the kale in general is going to be really stripped of nutrition. It will not contain what it's supposed to contain as far as you know how God intended for kale to be when it grows. So it may look big, it may look real, you know, fluffy and nice leaves and a, and a deep, rich color. But I'm telling you, when you take it into a lab and you analyze it, you'll find out that you can't judge a book by its cover. And just a little side note, when I was in college, we used to do some work in a food science lab. And one of the things that we had to do, uh, I went to an ag school. And so we had a lot of farming, a lot of agriculture. And one of the things that we would do is analyze food in the food science lab. And we did that by using a device called a bomb calorimeter. That's a mouthful. 
And it kind of looks like this box from the 70s. And you could take any food product, a tomato, an eggplant, lettuce, whatever it might be, and you hook it up to a bunch of of probes, uh, connectors, and you put it in this device and you you know hit some buttons and you get back a, a printout or a reading or a report of exactly what's in that food. So it'll tell you the ash content, it'll tell you the fiber content, it'll tell you the water content, you know, et cetera. And so this was something that we I was doing, you know, a good 30 years ago. And even back then, we saw that uh, food was compromised. Now we were testing food from the farm on campus. So it's a little bit different from what's in the general food supply that ends up in grocery stores from commercial farming, but not entirely. So you can test this stuff. It's very, it's, it's actually quite easy to do. So it was not great 30 years ago. And today it's, it's quite bad. Um, I mean, I, I, I can't remember. It's probably been two decades from the last time that I bought food at a grocery store that has any semblance of taste and texture and look and color to what it was when I was a child. So again, just using your discernment and your common sense to figure this stuff out. We don't always need to have a lab and it doesn't always have to be very technical. So coming back around to this topic of biochemistry, what are the types of things that I will see in the data that we collect? Well, I'll tell you the main thing that I see is that people chew and swallow, but they don't digest, absorb, and assimilate. So just because you chew it and swallow it does not mean you have access to nutrition. It does not mean that all your biochemistry is running properly and smoothly and all your pathways are active and running. So you might end up with some partial digestion of some food product, but it stops and never goes to full process of digestion and assimilation and transport getting into the actual cell itself. So that's a common thing that I will see. Uh, There's a lot of chemistry of blood sugar regulation that is extremely off in people. And so this is another common thing that we see. And I'll tell you the main reason for dysregulation of blood sugar is not what we've been told. It is not a disease, it is not diabetes, it is not any of these things that has become so tattooed in our brains. The main reason, it's not the only reason, but it is the main reason that I see and all the bodies that come through our center for blood sugar regulation is lack of nutrition, but even more specifically, lack of minerals. I have never had a client who has been diagnosed with diabetes that we have not been able to correct because it's related directly to lack of nutrition. Now, there are a couple of other issues that can cause uh, problems with blood sugar regulation. Infections, parasite infections, bacterial infections can mess greatly with blood sugar regulation. But again, I will say that the main reason for dysregulation of blood sugar chemistry is tied directly back to nutritional deficiency. 
And even if it's not the only reason, I can tell you that we can get resolve of dysfunctional blood sugar regulation by a very high percentage, 60, 70, 80, 90% most of the time by correcting the nutrition, which corrects the dysfunctional chemistry in the body. Uh, production of enzymes and digestive acids. The body has to manufacture these chemicals we call digestive acids and enzymes. And how does it do that? Well, it needs raw material to do that. What do I mean by raw material? Macronutrients and micronutrients. Start thinking about macronutrients and micronutrients as staples in your pantry or in your kitchen. So a good example would be a cookie recipe. If somebody wants to make a chocolate chip cookie recipe, they go to the pantry, they pull out the staples or the basics, which would be flour, granulated sugar, chocolate chips, egg, vanilla, etc. If you're missing any of those, you do not end up with the final product that you desire of, let's say, a chocolate chip cookie. It's the same thing. If the final product that we desire is digestive acids or digestive enzymes, if the body goes to the proverbial pantry and you know we're running low on vitamins, minerals, and macronutrients, there isn't going to be the production of these digestive acids and enzymes. Another good example is the firing and communication of the nervous system. We have to manufacture these chemicals, these neurotransmitters, the body does, and it's not going to be able to do that if it doesn't have the raw material. Another example, in the cardiovascular system, we can have all kinds of, of issues with movement of blood. If we lack nutrition, lack of nutrition will not allow the body to build out the lining of the vascular bed with the right combination of elasticity and the right combination of, of resistance, of a strong build. And that system, the cardiovascular system, is basically just a pressure gradient system. You're taking a, a fluid, a liquid, you're putting it into a container, right? The container can be the heart, uh, it can be, you know, the heart, the valves, uh, the um, artery, something of that nature. And whenever you put a liquid into a container, it creates a pressure. And so if the lining of the vascular beds are not made correctly, meaning the body lacks the raw material, which is nutrition, which is the basis of everything, to build out the lining of that vascular bed, and it's not built right, then it's not going to be able to move fluid properly in the volumes that it's supposed to move and the timing it's supposed to move. So again, everything comes back to nutrition. And last example, if we have an overwhelmed and congested liver, that liver is not able to run the detox pathways, which means that the toxic loads start to build up in the body. And we end up with overburdened, overwhelmed biology because we've got high toxic loads that are being deposited all over the body, in cells, in organs, in tissues. 
And then the buildup of these toxic loads starts to send dysregulated signals in the chemistry, or it doesn't send the, the signals at all. So it affects the communication system of the body. And, you know, we've all played telephone when we were little kids, right? So there's 18 kids at a birthday party and there's a sentence and, you know, I took the green beans and I put them in the barrel and I rolled the barrel down the hill and it landed in the lake, what, you know, whatever it is. And then, you know, one child says it to the next child, to the next, to the next. And after you've gone through 18 children, right, it ends up being something totally different. You know, the red balloon floated away and hit the helicopter and, and you know, um, you know, got lodged in the tree, right? So it's the same exact thing. The signaling becomes extremely off in the body when we have these high toxic loads, and once you mess up the communication system in the body, you got trouble. That's what I'll tell you. So chemicals, and, and now I'm referring to chemicals that are not good for us. I'm talking about like non-nutritive sweeteners or MSG. I'm talking about those kinds of chemicals. When they get into our body, they cause all kinds of havoc with the communication system in the body. Let me give you an example of a real extreme presentation of this. Autism. When we see these kids and they're maybe nonverbal, they're they're harming themselves, they're banging their heads on the wall or they're, you know, hitting with a fist to their face or their head. This is a really really, you know, very dramatic extreme presentation of what I'm trying to describe with high toxic loads in the body and chemicals. Now that's one end of the spectrum. The other end of the spectrum could look very different. If you have a partner or a friend or a, a boyfriend or you know somebody that you're in close relationship to, and perhaps maybe this person has a regular presentation of agitation, you know, maybe no matter what where you go or what's what happens, you know, they're always like really hardcore judging somebody and they're always judging, right? Or they're, um, you know, really high strung or really anxious. Um, this, this can also be a presentation of what it looks like when there's a lot of misfiring because there's a buildup of chemicals in the body. And when I'm talking about chemicals, I'm talking about excitotoxins, pesticides, herbicides, stimulants, I mean, just to name a few. Okay, it's break time. So we're going to go to a quick break. And I just want to share with you that Looking for Healing Radio is on five days a week, Monday through Friday. Between my co-hosts and I, you can find a new show every day of the week. If while you're listening, a question pops into your mind, please feel free to submit your question by going to the nav bar on the Looking for Healing page. We would love to hear from you and all questions and comments are welcome. All right, we'll be right back after this break. We are fighting the ultimate fight between good and evil. AmericaOutloud.com replaces groupthink with innovative thinking. 
Well, it was Walt Whitman, the poet, who said, keep your face always toward the sunshine and shadows will fall behind you. America Out Loud Talk Radio, the liberty and justice for all. You wouldn't go a day without brushing your teeth or washing your hands. What about washing your nose? I mean, your nose does filter the air you breathe, air loaded with bacteria, viruses, and irritants. Make nasal hygiene part of your routine with Clear. No messy bottles to fill, no drowning sensation. Clear is a natural drug-free saline with the added benefit of xylitol, which blocks bacterial and viral adhesion. Available in stores and online at clear.com. That is X-L-E-A-R.com. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-term effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. Fortunately, Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the wellness company designed their spike support formula with the miracle enzyme natokinase, scientifically studied to dissolve spike protein so you can feel your very best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Okay, so welcome back, everyone. We're back from break, so let's get right into it. Going to get back again, bioelectrical, biochemistry, biomechanical, three body systems. We've discussed biochemistry. I want to talk a little bit more about uh, biomechanical and bioelectrical in the remaining time that we have. So I'm going to start with uh, biomechanical. So when we do our evaluation and assessment at the center with clients, one of the things that we are looking at in that process is structure. So we do that in a couple different ways. We collect information through thermography. So we can see places where there's compression, inflammation, uh, you know, maybe even see where vertebrae is off. But also when I'm sitting with a client at a desk, I'm watching them across from me in a chair. And I'm really looking to see, are their ears sitting at the same level or is one higher than the other? Or I might look at if one ear kind of fans out a little bit more, sits in a different position. Or I might be able to look at the alignment of their jaw or even their eyes can be placed a little bit different if their structure is off or uh, one side of the face as compared to the other side of the face. And sometimes as I'm sharing this with a client, I will take a photograph of the client, you know, close up of their face. I'll show them the picture and I'll say, you know, point out to them and, and, and say to them, hey, when we look at your face, do you see how maybe the, 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 you have more of a jowl on the right side? Uh, you know, in the area of below the nose, you know, down to the chin, or maybe the cheek sits a little bit differently, a little bit more compressed and closed together. There's so many things that, that I can see when I'm looking and evaluating structure. Uh, sometimes when I look at somebody, uh, their head is always cocked to the right or the left. That's a big giveaway. 
they don't hold their head center or it's not comfortable for them to hold their head center. That's another big giveaway that their structure is off. Another obvious one is their shoulders. You know, one shoulder's kind of pitched higher than the other. Or if they stand up, you can look at their arms and maybe, you know, where their fingers are hanging next to their body, you know, close to their thigh, one's a little bit higher than the other. You get the idea, so forth and so on. You can see if the knees line up, you can sit somebody in a chair and have them um, press their legs together and see if the ankle bones line up. There's, There's just so many things that tell you all about the structure in somebody's body. But why are we talking about this? We're talking about this because if somebody has misalignment in the body, and I usually do this visual, but since this is a, a speaking and not a visual um, with this particular show, I'll do my best to describe. So imagine I stand up and I have a shirt. I'm wearing a, maybe a loose t-shirt or something. And the shirt represents the body, right? So the top of the shirt is the head and the bottom of the shirt, you know, is the feet. If I grab that shirt in any area, uh, let's say I pinch the shirt, like maybe around, you know, somebody's navel area, I just grab the material and I pull it, I pinch it and I pull it off to the side. Just get a visual of that. What do we see? We see on the side that I pull the shirt to, we see kind of a lot of compression. There's a lot of shirt gathered, you know, very closely, almost like an accordion. If we look at the other side, the shirt's really pulled and stretched out. So I'm going to relate to you the anatomy of what I just described. So when the structure is off, right, a vertebrae goes out and is pulling to the right or the left, you have connective tissue and you've got musculature, okay, that's connected to that. So imagine where I pinch the shirt and and kind of push, uh, pull off to one side. Imagine that's a vertebrae, my fingers pinching, pulling off to one side. And the muscles on either side are going to do exactly what I'm about to describe. On one side where the shirt kind of bunches and it's kind of like an accordion, that represents musculature that gets really compressed and tight. And this is exactly what happens in the body. The other side of that, if I pull off to the right, then the left side of the shirt that's really kind of stretched out and and the material's very flat, that represents the other side of the vertebrae where those muscles as a compensatory reaction relax. And that's why the the material on that side looks really smooth and flat and, and stretched because the muscles on the right side of the vertebrae in my example are really tight and compressed and grabbing. On the other side, the muscles are over relaxing to try to balance out that extreme tightness. This my friends is the cause of chronic pain. So sometimes I'll have my clients stand up And I'll have them do little tests that we evaluate. They might do a cross tapping with their eyes closed, uh, something of that nature. Or I might have them 
you know, stand up on their toes or uh, lift, you know, stand and lift their knee uh, straight up, bend their knee and lift their knee up uh, towards their waist. Um, There's things that I'm looking for and watching where I can identify what muscles are weak when I give them certain movements to do or certain exercises and I have them do it very slow and I watch them. When you watch, it's very, very clear to see, becomes very clear which muscles are weak and undercompensating, what muscles are overfiring and are very, very, very um, over-engaged. And so think about a tug of war. When you were a kid and you, you know, half the kids, five kids on one side with a rope and the other kids on the other side. So think about when you played tug of war and you were pulling. Let's say you were on the winning side. So when you're on the winning side, what's happening? You're leaning back, you're throwing your weight back, you're stepping backwards, right? So that's one piece of the equation. If you're on the losing side, you're trying to lean back, you're using a lot of arm strength, and then you get kind of knocked off your balance because you're lurching forward unexpectedly. So again, imagine the two sides of the kids on either side of the rope. One side is the overcompensating too tight muscle, and the other one is the overstretched and weak. So when we have this in the body where we have this muscle that's overcompensated and very tight, we don't get movement of fluids in that area in the body. We don't get lymphatic drainage. Uh, Cells cannot discharge their waste and and it leaves the area. We can't bring in water, hydration, nutrition into that area. It's very much like a tourniquet effect. So wherever people have this kind of imbalance in the body, oh, my neck hurts, my lower back hurts, you know, my, my knee hurts, they have this overcompensatory reaction, they have this tightness, and just like a tourniquet, the tightness does not allow the movement of fluids. So we typically end up developing trapping, excessive trapping of toxic waste in this area of the body. And we can't get nutrition into this area of the body. And how would we know that? One of the things we see is skin that's sagging. That's one thing that we'll see. The buildup of what appears to be cellulite. um, The lack or inability um, of creating a nice um, muscle tone in that area. These are some of the very telltale signs of all of these things. So that's a biomechanical piece. I'm going to move into the bioelectrical piece. Actually, before I do, one one of the things we do in in the recognition of the biomechanical is we typically will refer out or send them to um, somebody who does, oh, uh, maybe uh, some, some exercises, some training, some chiropractic, some sports medicine type of stuff. Um, in order to to rebalance that and to correct those issues. So, and the last thing I'll say before I move on from biomechanical into bioelectrical is I could detox somebody all the live long day. I can give them supplements forever and a million supplements, but I'm telling you, if you don't fix the biomechanical, 
They will complain and complain and complain. They'll tell you they feel a little bit better, but mm, not so much. So if biomechanical is really their nemesis and the biggest aspect of the issue in the body, then they're not going to see as much improvement with things that alter the chemistry, which is detoxing and uh, correcting the nutrition as they would if they get some structural work and some strength training in. Okay, so now we're going to move into the bioelectrical. And this is really bioelectrical. You know, some things are very obvious, right? We are electrical beings. So some of this is just the firing and the communication in the body and the messages. But this also, the bioelectrical piece really includes the mental, emotional uh, piece to the story. So sometimes when we do the evaluation and assessment, like for example, I remember I was scanning this one woman, never met her before in my life. I had spent maybe an hour and a half with her, maybe not even that much time. I scanned her. I looked at her scan. I looked at her. And I said, your anger, your issues with anger, really strong, extreme anger. That's really, you're always going to this intense, you know, zero to 90 anger. And it's causing tons of resistance in the body, issues in the cardiovascular system. I can see that the anger is directed towards, you know, directed really clearly towards husband, right? Or spouse in this particular case. And I'm just going to tell you and share with you right now, if you don't get a handle on how to process this anger, deal with this anger, understand why your immediate go-to is rage and anger, I'm not going to be able to help you. You have to be able to address those things, look at those things, and really get to the truth and get to the bottom of, of these types of issues or I'm not going to be able to get the results that you're looking for in the biochemistry and in the biomechanical. And people will look at me and this individual looked at me and said, how do you know that? I've been sitting in your office for 30 minutes. I've never met you and I don't even know you. Because we can see these traumas and these intense emotions and these um, you know, negative emotions that are trapped in the body they have their effect. They, it's, it's almost like a ripple effect and it crosses over into the chemistry. It crosses over into the tissues. It crosses over and it causes all kinds of issues and problems in the body. This is, this is really a real thing. I'm going to tell you a quick little story uh, about uh, another client that I had uh, this client came in and we did the scan and, you know, we did the thermography, we did all the things. And we did a lot of work with recovering the nutrition and the chemistry. And maybe it was about four months, six months, something like that. Uh, the client came back for um, a kind of a, a checkup, right? We, we keep repeating the thermography and the scan and the microscopy with the blood so we can monitor and watch the changes. Uh, we see what the body's doing. The body communicates uh, what it's doing. And then we're able to understand how we need to direct and steer the client. You need a little bit more of this. We need to back off on this. We need to add this in. Or, wow, everything looks great. Body's doing exactly what it's supposed to do to heal. Just keep going. 
So when we get to those points uh, of, of these evaluations, as people are going through their process and their programs, um, we're able to, to tell and see things. So on this one particular client, main complaint, this gentleman came in, couldn't sleep, hasn't been able to sleep for like 15, 17 years, can't sleep through the night, really can't sleep more than 45 minutes, up, down, up, down, up, down. If I could just sleep, my life would be so much better. Well, as I'm speaking with him, I can tell his body is extremely calcified and that is related to mineral deficiency, has nothing to do with age. That's a, that's a chemistry issue. And the other thing was his posture was so off and his head and neck were cocked forward so intensely. I think it was like around maybe his cervical vertebrae, maybe around five, six. I mean, his head was just completely cocked forward. He could not pull his head back where his spine was in alignment. And I said to him, look, I can do all kinds of things with the chemistry. We're going to start your nutrition program, which is altering the biochemistry. We'll see how much it changes. Your issue is related to your structure and your chemistry. And I won't know exactly what percentage is related to chemistry and exactly what percentage is related to structure till we go in and your body starts recovering your chemistry with the nutrition. And then we'll find out and see. So certainly enough, he comes back. He says, oh my God, I'm sleeping so much better. It's 60% better. And now I'm sleeping much better and getting you know long blocks of sleep through the night. So it's definitely improved. How much is it improved? Okay, 60%. Okay, so that starts to tell us, okay, so maybe the structural piece could be 20%, 40% something in there. And that's kind of how, when we're looking at the bioelectrical and the biomechanical, how that piece works. But it's a discussion that's really important. And it's a discussion that needs to happen if people, and be addressed if people want to recover their health. So I hope this sheds some light on the topic uh, that I stated in the very beginning the topic that I wanted to talk about today, which was, what do I see when I see the body? What is my understanding of the body? Um, what is the model that I use? How do I look at the body? So I hope you picked up some pearls of wisdom through this conversation. I hope you learned something. I hope you expanded your mind. I hope you um, learned something that maybe you didn't know about. Or maybe we just added some more information to some topics that you had a little bit of understanding of, but now you know even more. So I thank you for spending the hour with me. And I do hope that you're feeling inspired, more educated, and hopeful that no matter what you may be dealing with from a health perspective, there is always a natural solution that may completely remedy and or significantly improve whatever health issue that you are dealing with. That is the message that I'm hoping to convey through these discussions of natural healing. If you'd like to learn more, I invite our listening audience to visit our website at www.backtobalancelv, as in Las Vegas.com, to find out more about what we do at the center here in Las Vegas, Nevada. Until then, 
Blessings and abundance with your health and your life. This is Nicola Burnett signing off from Looking for Healing Radio.